welcome to the world of the Target World podcast, a podcast that deals with all things related to Doctor Who and Target books and all forms of Doctor Who merchandise. So come in and let's enjoy. Hello this week's Doctor Who Target World podcast, where the main discussion will be on the Faceless Ones Doctor Who audiobook released last Thursday by, by Annika Wills. We're going to have something a little bit different this week. We're going to start with the reviews, what I've been watching that. So, first thing to discuss is Symphony for Soulful Songs, uh, a classical album done by the person who is the lead singer of the group Portishead, Beth Gibbons. This is a symphony of classical music she's done with the Polis National Radio Orchestra. It's um, a beautiful album. It's classical from start to finish with beautiful sort of choral singing from Beth's stunning voice. Uh, it comes on a beautiful bit of 180 gram vinyl. If you buy it on the vinyl, I've got it in several formats. Uh, I've got it on Apple Music, where I got it a few weeks ago. But I also ordered it because I wanted it on uh, vinyl, and it looks beautiful on 180 gram vinyl, black vinyl, I think it is. Uh, it comes in a gatefold sort of um, version with a sort of inlay, beautiful booklet describing it all. But it also comes with a few extra things if you've got the vinyl. It comes with a uh, DVD, I think it might be Blu-ray, I think it's DVD though, of uh, the actual live concert. And also a code to download the uh, wave format of the uh, album, so you can get it in multiple formats. And what I'm planning to do is try it out on vinyl, wave, and MP3, and let you know which one is probably going to sound the best. But um, yeah, I played it downstairs with my brother's hi-fi, which is downstairs in our room, and it sounds absolutely gorgeous. There's choral, there's beautiful harps, there's beautiful. It's just a very beautiful album. It's um, full of classical bits. It's full of her choral singing, which is a bit wailing, but it's beautifully done by her. So, yes, yeah, so I well recommend uh, that. Uh, then today, and I'm very late to the past here, I finally saw uh, on 4K the film Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, where do I start? What a stunning film. Musically, it sounded stunning. Had it on beautiful 5.1 in my living room, and it looked gorgeous on our 4K TV. Um, it's just great from start to finish. There's performances that really are stunning. Ronnie Malek's performance as Freddie Mercury is absolutely brilliant. It's... Um, a stunning performance and I now see why he won the uh, the Oscar because his performance is actually immaculate as Freddie Mercury you'd actually think it's Freddie Mercury and the singing is stunning the uh, end bit where you see the whole of the live Abe sort of uh, gig they did is so close I've actually seen footage of the original live Aid, and it's so close to that it's unbelievable so I'm glad I've finally seen it uh, we'll go and see end game on Wednesday, I think I'm going to go and see it. Finally feeling a lot better, so I'll see it on Wednesday. Uh, planning to see Tolkien tomorrow, which is the biopic of J.R. Tolkien. Looks rather good. Uh, if I can, I think it's only a picture house screen, if you're a picture house member, I'd like to go and see the uh, new print of Aliens that's been brought out. So that's the things on plan there. Uh, other things I've been listening to, as well as listening to the audiobook of The Faces Ones, which we'll go into a bit more discussing in a bit. Um, I've also been this, what, listening to the new Ben Alton book and the new Mark Billing book. Ben Alton book's rather interesting. It's um, about uh, 
basically a mixture of things about um, a Brexit you know, time period, sort of right now. It's like media being swerved and sort of manipulated. There's a company will control Twitter, and around that there's sort of a um, murders related to uh, sort of Russian hitmen. So it's basically Ben being as cynical as possible. I wish he um, did this for his comedy set these days, as it would be back to normal. I don't know if you've watched Upstart, Crow and Light Do. I've never really got into his Shakespeare thing. Um, I missed his film that rather good with Kenneth Branagh and Judy Dents this year, so I'll get that probably on 4K when it comes out later this year. But overall, the book was very fun and I enjoyed it an awful lot, so it's been back on great form. I'd recommend that. Uh, also had the new Mark Billingham book this week, and listening to that, read by the author, which is always a great thing. I personally love it when authors um, read their own books because it shows that they actually care about the blind community. Um, you know, also a lot of people who aren't blind love a good audiobook. So it's uh, Mark Billiam at his best again. Tom Form, his uh, sort of London detective. If you've never read them, I recommend them. They started many, many years ago with uh, Three Dead Head, which was fantastic. And this carried on. This. I think this is nearly the 20th book with uh, his character Tom Form, who's sort of very jarred around the edge, London detective, you know, been in the murder squad and done all different things. And uh, has a great sort of Liverpudlian pathologist called Hendrix. And they are fantastic. They're very dark, very deep. And I am. Um, well, I recommend it. Uh, TV-wise, it's all the normal sort of stuff. At the moment. Oh, Lion Duty finished last night. What a late programme. I know it got a bit of a, a rubbish review in um, The Guardian today, but I don't understand that. As um, Personally, I think any drama that can do an interview, basically in an interview room before people for 50 minutes and you don't notice it's got 50 minutes gone past it's a quality drama i didn't think it lost anything by not having a resolution to the whole hate character personally i think it's building up for the final series um i also dipped back into my other favorite thing on netflix which is peaky blinders if you haven't seen it where have you been it's great uh started watching it again because i'm waiting for the new season to start so i did all season one yesterday when it wasn't very great weather in England so yeah that's what I've been watching um, of course I watched Pose as well which is nearly finished season one I'm going to um, have to get hold of season two well I've got some treats for you coming up uh, next week in the podcast when I well, if it uh, might be the week after um, because they don't start to next week here and that's uh, years and years Russell T Davis's brand new sort of I think it's um, going to be an adult sci-fi drama that's the best way of describing it I don't know if you just heard that. I just had a tweet from Dot Two SFX who are doing a big thing on uh, Twitter at the moment. So that just came through then. So sorry about that. Um, yeah, um, we have two brand new dramas in the UK next week. Uh, one is, as I said, Years and Years by Russell T Davis, and on, on, on Channel Four on the Wednesday we have the fantastic Shane Meadows new drama, The Virtue, with all music by Polly Jane Harvey. So it's going to be stunning. That's also got one of the actors from uh, Line of Duty in it. So it looks brilliant. So I well recommend all of that and that's what I will be reviewing probably uh, in the next week or two it's on for a while so if you have anything to recommend me then uh, please do at who target on Twitter that's capital W capital T at who target and I will look at it Well, the main part of the podcast this week is going to be discussing Doctor Who, the faceless ones. Uh, only the audiobook, unfortunately, as this is one of the things we don't have due to the um, BBC deleting it all. 
but I think this is going to be apparently the next one is going to be animated so we will event in the next year to have a full episode of this um, story um, yeah the audiobook is written by the sort of master of target books Terence Dix but unfortunately this is very much one of his that he um, did painting by numbers unfortunately it doesn't have the um, greatest of storylines it's basically you know Doctor turns up at an airport I think it's going to be Heathrow uh, they see somebody who looks like Polly and it turns out to be you know, double gangers and people trying to take over the earth so it's a very basic outline of the story unfortunately and I don't know what it is about the Patrick Troughton second Doctor period but it's a lot of um, internal politic villains what I'd say you, know, you get them in the Macro Terror people control the holiday camp the one did last time and you get them here the people who are the villains are the people are trying to control it but basically and basically the aliens are basically able to take over the bodies of other people and make faceless copies of them they're trying to control the whole world so the doctor spends you know the whole episode a sort of running around i think this is the first time you see that having three companions doesn't really work you know and this he's got polly he's got ben and he's got jamie and you can sort of see with this sort of story where you know jamie and the doctor because they were such good friends uh, Pat Trouton and uh, Fraser Hines, they can sort of see that they were trying to turn this already into a double act. And, you know, Ben and Polly was getting slightly in the way, unfortunately, in this story. Though Polly does play quite an important role, she sort of plays quite a multiple character, I expect, in the um, actual episode. I expect Annika Wills played her double ganger and the sort of other parts were involved her. I expect that's what she did brilliantly knowing her so yes yeah, so you have this story you know the aliens take over the world and doctor saves the base that's the whole point of the story basically uh, you have lots of running about you have lots of shouting you have the doctor looking great which is always a good thing and i expect patrick trout when you see this on tv uh, would have been great and i think it would have been quite an interesting storyline the sort of whole we know capitalism communism you know what happens if an alien takes over the world what happens if you know they are in control and they sort of get humanity basically but unfortunately because terence dick seems to be painting by numbers with this you don't really get that feeling the villains don't seem to have any scare factor to be funny honest but there are nice confrontations between the villains and uh, pat trout and second doctor and um yeah, when you get the introductions book, it's sort of very a very sort of quick announcement. Like, this is Ben, this is Polly, this is Jamie. These are the bits that happened before. It sort of rattles off. It doesn't have any sort of, you know, pathos or sort of interest to it. So I sort of got a bit annoyed by that. Um, Annika's reading of the audiobooks, as per normal, is absolutely excellent. I like her reading a lot. You know, she gets Jamie really well. She has that great Scottish thing and... I do like that, so it's very good. You know, Jamie's great in it. So, um, yeah, I, I think the audiobook is very good. It's just a shame you don't have any episodes to compare it to because, as I said, um, late 60s, BBC wiped all the tapes because of being so expensive to keep. I think this is a lost episode. Once it's been animated, there might be a point to actually seeing it. So, yeah, I think once we have the... Um, written off, you know, episodes back as animations, it will be a very interesting bit of the Patrick Houghton period. Unfortunately, the audiobook doesn't really do it justice, even though Annika's, you know, reading on the audiobook is very good and it's well worth a listen. You know, it's only three and a half hours, I think, so it's not going to take up much time. Uh, good soundscape, good sort of, you know, little gadgets, you know, the sort of birthplace of sonic screwdrivers though it's not a sonic screwdriver you know pat trout's doctor does seem to have some form of sonic gadget in his pocket which he sort of freezes people with and so there's that sort of thing and there's sort of the whole 
trying to turn the Doctor already into the action man who John Pertwee's Doctor turns into. So yeah, it'll be interesting to do a comparison. We, you know, we've done two packed routes. I think next week we're going to do a John Pertwee. So it'll be interesting to see the differences between the way that Terence Dix writes John Pertwee. I think it is going to be Terence Dix we're doing again next week. But unfortunately, I don't think this is one of Terence's greatest. Even though the audiobook is well worth a listen because Annika's performance is excellent. She uh, gets everybody well done. All the sort of other companions, you know, not all the companions, but the people around Sweet him. Sarah can't get involved because of her brother going missing. She gives them a good feeling of pathos, and she makes the the Surrey commanders or the aliens basically very sort of official diplomats. You know, with not much about them. So, in one way, that's not a good thing because it sort of takes out their sort of menace, basically. But yeah, it's well worth a listen. I think it was enjoyable. You know, it's. Um, Worth going to audible.co.uk or .com and getting it there. So it's available there for a credit or about normal sort of £17. So I think it's worth it. It's not a long audiobook. You know, you're not going to get bored with it. It's um, a good sort of three hours. So it's a good pacey one. As you can pick up and put down. Um, I did it most of the day because one of the days I wasn't feeling very well. So I sort of tucked into it and it was a, a very good audiobook. So I think for the audiobook, I'd probably give it a six. I can't really give it a score for the actual TV episodes. I've never seen them. So I don't know if it's good or not. But please let me know if you've seen the telly snaps or you've seen any parts of it in the past what might have been found before we get the animation soon. Let me know your feelings at Who Target on Twitter. That's capital W, capital T, as at Who Target. So I would probably, as I said, give the audiobook a seven and we can't really give a score for anything else because we don't have it on 14, which is a real shame. But the audiobook is very well worth listening to. Well, this is the Target World podcast news on the 7th of May. First thing to mention is that Tiny Tennant got his sort of breakthrough uh, role on Casualty this Saturday just gone. That's the son of David Tennant. And, of course, he was uh, rather good in it. He's also in the new film, Tolkien, so he seems to be getting a bit of a career out there, which is not surprising. He's going to be a very good actor. Um, then we mentioned that uh, Gemma Coleman, who is Victoria and also was in Doctor Who, is in All Our Sons at the Old Vicomo, and you can see that live-streamed at your local picture house next Tuesday. Uh, we then have to mention that uh, for Comic Book Day, which has just gone this weekend, there was a special 13th Doctor um, Doctor Who comic for that. Uh, starting also on the BBC One next Tuesday will be Russell T. Davis's new drama Years and Years uh, from BigFinish.com. We have to mention that it's been announced that the great John Barrowman will be taking over the role of the Sixth Doctor. If you've seen the great pictures of him in the great Sixth Doctor's code, you know something is up. This, of course, is for... Um, <coughs> excuse me the uh, second box set of the lives of Captain Jack out in June, I think, this year, or might be next year, I need to double-check that, and he apparently is taking over the role of the Sixth Doctor. What is going on there? Very interesting. Also, on May the 22nd, I think it is, we'll check that date, I'm not sure, Big Finish are again doing a special vinyl release at Asda Supermarkets in the UK only on bright green vinyl of the first part of the new Doctor to David Tennant and Catherine Tate box set, The Creeping Death. It will be out on green vinyl, only available in Asda's. So looking very nice 
course, we also have the new box set of Unit out this week, Unit Incursion, which has a two-part story involving Riversong. So enjoy. On the Target World podcast, we will be discussing The Terror of the Autumns audiobook and book by Terence Dix, read by Jeffrey Beavers, and the course... I will be looking at the TV episodes of the same thing. We do hope you've enjoyed this week's The Faceless Ones podcast and hope you will review us on iTunes. You can listen to us, of course, on on TuneIn, Spotify. Must add everything to Mixcloud as I need to add the last nine episodes. It's nine episodes now that I haven't done that. I must do that. Uh, you can listen to us all there. Please rate and review us. We don't seem to have any reviews yet on iTunes, so please rate and review us. Give us a five-star review. That would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed this week's and many more to come. So please review us, listen to us, and follow. That would be fantastic.